Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. Hey, over the next four podcasts, I'm going to be sharing with you a four-part training I did that is entitled How to Get Rich with Your Coaching or Your Consulting or Your Service-Based Offer and Business. And I'm going to be discussing the hybrid business framework. It really allows you to think about what's high ticket, what is a high touch, and what is low tech. I don't know about you, but I know that you probably don't want to deal with a lot of techie tech stuff and neither do your clients. I don't know about you, but I know that you want to make more money and selling high ticket, whatever that number is for you. And we'll be discussing that over these next four sessions, these next four podcasts, that's going to allow you to have the freedom to do the other things that you want in your life and high touch. High touch does not mean exhaustion, does not mean depletion. You can have a high ticket, high touch, low tech offer that your clients will be thrilled about. And so will you, you'll have all the energy to be able to really serve them. Well, you'll be making the kind of money that you are jumping up and down about, and you can eliminate all your overwhelm, over delivery, overburdened, overworked, and instead step into doing the thing that you really love to do, helping people and getting paid money to help people where you have that moment in your life that you truly are leading a life uncommon. You're truly in that place of, oh my God, I'm getting paid to do this. This is the work of my calling, my soul, my heart, my purpose. So these are short 30 minute, high impact, high action, high making you think sessions. Talk to you soon. So today is going to be one of the favorite days talking about your hybrid business framework, because today we get to talk about what's included when you price something, when you um, package something. In other words, what's the offer? What is your offer? What is the solution that your ideal client, your best client is looking for. And then how do we make that juicy? How do we make that um, something that they're saying yes to, right? A big fat yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Good to see you here. Good to see you here. Sorry about that. Almost here. Okay. So yesterday, let's just review. Yesterday, what we talked about was um, really getting clear on more time when you're looking at this hybrid business framework, that it's the kind of framework that can grow with you. So if you're just building your business, um, or maybe you're pivoting to a new business and you want to have a combination of some online low tech and uh, still want engagement, right? Want to connect with your clients, not just ship them off to some course where they have no interaction and still be able to charge a high ticket so that you don't have to work with a million people to enjoy the lifestyle that you want. And still also, here's the other thing when we're talking today about pricing, you also want to make sure that the price is of such value to them, it becomes a no-brainer. 
And the way to do that is really connecting with what their outcome is, what her outcome is. So we're going to talk about that today. So high ticket for you because you're in business, right? To make money and you don't want to be exhausted. Who here is like, please, no, I'm, I don't want burnout. You want to have this big mission in the world. You want to share your gifts. You want to share your wisdom. You want to share your knowledge. You want to help people. Maybe you're here because you've been in the helping industry and you're like, how can I have another way of practicing my business, whether it's coaching, being a clinician, a practitioner, a consultant, an attorney, a holistic, um, you know, a holistic helper in any way, mental health, wellness, service providing. How is it that you can improve your life? while still providing a service that means something to you. Maybe you've gotten burned out, maybe you're fried. And so being able to create this, use this hybrid business framework allows you to still help your clients still have a great income because you are in business and do it without all the crazy tech. Okay. Now here's the thing too, when we're talking about tech and we'll talk more about tech tomorrow for sure. Um, it's just like anything right? So when I say low tech, really, you don't need more than your phone today. Let's be real. And most of us don't even like high five, hands up, thumbs up. If you're hearing this, most of us don't even implement fully. I don't know about y'all, but I'm looking at my iPhone and my watch and sometimes they're synced up and I don't even know how it happens where they, they aren't right. So when we think about technology, one of the things I want to plant the seed today for our conversation tomorrow about what kind of technology to be able to use, I want to plant the seed that everything is learnable and you don't need all like all the things. So yesterday, just to review, we talked about, um, some of the key takeaways were the false belief that more is better. And I want you all to take a collective, like relief sigh, ah, that more is not better because sometimes if we have the belief that if I, I need to give more Mary, how can I, how can I make more money? How can I help more people if I'm not giving more of myself? So part of this hybrid business framework is not only high ticket, high touch, low tech, you can utilize that one-on-one and you can also utilize that framework for a group program. So for those of you who really want to have a group program that you can deliver online, online, serving more people, still being connected with them. That's a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. We're going to really talk about what is the difference between high touch high ticket one-on-one services with this framework and then group program. And how do you know when you're actually ready for a group program? So we're going to talk about numbers. We're going to talk about statistics, conversion rates, things that will help you actually make a sound decision for thinking about when are you ready for an online group program versus really learning to master high ticket one-on-one first. Okay. So, but yesterday we talked about one of the, the, um, the feeling of having relief is more is not better when you're serving your clients. It's getting into the mindset that allowing some white space, 
some area for your client to implement and practice the tools that you're teaching them. Because we talked about if you're here, you're probably well-educated, years of experience, years of working with people, and you know so much and it comes easy. How many of you by a raise of hands or comment below or whenever you're listening to this, I want you to think about how many times has somebody said to you, God, that just rolls off your tongue. Wow. That you make it seem so easy. How many times do clients say to you, God, I never even thought of that. Right. That happens. I'm sure all the time for you. And that's a sign. Number one, that your wealth of knowledge and helping somebody is there. So that's the benefit. What happens is, is that oftentimes we're just like, we'll just give them another little tip, another little tip. It comes so easy for me. I'm just going to give them another little tip. Another, I could sit here for 20 minutes and I could rattle off tips per couple seconds, how I've built a million dollar business. And that would be way too much for you right? We want people to, when we think about designing our package or offer today, we're going to talk about how to make it irresistible. We want to make sure we're leaving some space. Here's the other thing. High ticket. Your clients are everywhere. They're in your circle. You're not seeing them because you have one path you maybe have been on. You're on this one path. And honestly, most of the time, people don't even see that there's another path right over here that's available to you. Maybe you see other people doing it. You see other people building an online program. You see other people charging the quote, quote, whatever, a lot of money is a high ticket. And you don't think it's available to you because you're on this, you're in this rut. You're in this pathway. I want to offer to you, it's totally available to you. That high ticket clients are everywhere. And when you learn the skill of marketing only to your best clients, your best clients, That's who you will attract. So until you have the belief that people have what you want, and that's what we're going to talk about today, your offer, when you have the belief, oh my God, of course people want this. Of course this is good. I've built it. I've created it. So it provides the result outcome solution that they want. I didn't crush too much information in there. And you can see your clients getting results. Then Oh, that feels so good, but you have to have the belief first. So today let's really talk about it. I want you to think about right now, what does that even mean first? When we're thinking about your best client, what does that mean? What does that mean? So let me give you some examples. I want you to take a second right now and think about who do you love to work with? And maybe some of you are here, you're like, I don't know anymore, Mary. I am transitioning. I'm pivoting. I I, like what I've been doing isn't what I'm called to do anymore. What I'm doing isn't my longing anymore. And that's okay. So just take a minute. And and sometimes we have to start with what we know we don't want to do anymore. You know, it's just like white space, leaving some space to think and practice And sometimes we don't have all the answers right away. Sometimes it's okay to step back and think, what is it that I've been doing that I know I don't want to do any longer? So for some of you, you have so many clients and it feels repetitive and you're not not leveraging that wisdom. That's where the low tech comes in. We're going to be, when we're going to be talking about that tomorrow, but I, so think about who you don't want to work with. If you're not hundred percent positive, who you do want to work with, allow that to be your guide at first. 
So part of your homework today is going to be like writing down, who do you not want to work with? It's kind of like this. Think about when you left a job before. I don't know about you, but when I was doing managed care, so I used to sit in a cubicle and I'd have piles back in the day, you guys, when there was piles of files. Anybody remember that? Piles of files just sitting around you. I don't know about you guys, but you know, as a clinician and whatever industry you're in, I know you've got this, right? The paperwork. Oh, it seems like you're doing more paperwork than you are actually doing client work, right? That was crazy times. Don't miss that at all. What I knew I no longer wanted when I left that job was I knew I no longer wanted to be employed by somebody who was in charge of when I could go to the bathroom, when I could have a vacation. And my boss's name was Cliff. And I thought every day he comes in with a big stain on his shirt And I just thought, God, this is the person in charge of my future. So although yesterday I talked about how I moved out before I graduated and have been an entrepreneur for years, there was a time when I actually worked like overtime for a long time in managed care. So I saved enough money to buy a house while I still have my private practice on the side working. I was single working full time overtime in managed care, private practice on the side. And it it just hit me that I just didn't want anyone else being in charge of my time, my work, and my income. And in those moments, I really reconnected with the entrepreneur in me that said, Mary, it's time you need to have your own business again. And even if it's challenging. So for me, I had to think, well, I don't even know what I want to do. I don't, you know, the whole coaching industry wasn't really a thing and, you know, transitioning into that. So right now, right. Think about what is it that, you know, you don't want to do start with that. So for those of you who are like, I know what I want to do, here you go. So let's talk about what makes your ideal client a best client. So again, this isn't talking about people negatively, like there's something wrong with people. That's not it. It just is, are they the best for your offer? Are they the best for the work that you're going to do? Because you probably can help a lot of people. Let's be real. You probably can help. I can coach everybody, but I choose not to coach everybody. You probably can help so many people. And sometimes what happens is we think we want to help everybody. But the problem is when we're designing a solution for our package, our pricing, our offer, it's really not necessarily a fit for everybody. And that doesn't mean you have to have like a bullseye on your niche today. If you do, great. We're still going to talk about that. So I want you to think about what is your best client? So again, sometimes we need to start with what kind of client do we not want to work with anymore? So we want to get that list. So here's, and then we can transition it. So let's give an example. So say that you have had clients who are no-shows. They just don't show up. So your best client, then if you want to say like, how's to bridge to your best client, your best client is someone who's committed to doing the work. They are all in on themselves. They are willing to be uncomfortable through their growth, through that implementing during that white space. They're willing to do that work. Okay. So maybe another um, piece of this is, you know, your not best client is giving you pushback all the time. And you feel like you are working harder than they are about their own situation, their own life. 
their own need, whatever it is. Have you ever felt like that before? Or you feel like you're like pushing, pushing, pushing them and not like a little push in the butt, right? Like, come on, not like that, but like you're dragging a horse to water. So your best client might be someone who can start recognizing and you can build that relationship with that client. And that client might say, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed right now. Oh, and I need some support around this. My thinking is stuck. I'm feeling stuck. And they're actually wanting to engage to have that breakthrough. Instead of they show up every time on a call or in person or however you're going to work and you're feeling like, come on, come on. Here's some other things. Um, You've designed a package, a program, your solution. And you get on a sales call with somebody and they're like, yeah, you know what? I I would do it if I would do it. If it was less money, I would do it. If it was, um, if it was just one-on-one and not group, it's always funny. I just want to let you know that Maybe you're starting out high ticket one-on-one. You want to have boutique offerings, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Some of you are like ready to leverage and work with more people, work less and have groups. Invariably, you're going to have people you get on a sales call with and they're going to, you're, you're selling your boutique offer and they're like, oh, I really like group, you know, or conversely, you've got people who are like, you're offering this amazing group. And they're like, gosh, I was just getting ready to hire you one-on-one. You're always going to have that. I want to offer to you right now, let that go. Let that go. And you be focused on what you want to offer in the way you want to offer it. Because there's going to be more than enough people. There are more than enough people that would love to be in a group and would love one-on-one, whatever you decide your offer is. So So go down the list. Today is your homework. Your bold business action step today will be write out what are some of the things that are your, you perceive as your best client, right? For me, some of my best clients are people who have hit a wall, right? They've hit the wall and they're like, I'm done doing what I'm doing, but I know I'm really smart. I know I can help people. I literally, Mary, just can't figure out how to get out of my own way with my mindset. I can't figure out how to hire the right people to help me. I can't figure out how to market more effectively. So I'm drawing in my best client. Those are my best clients where they have that moment where they're like, oh, I'm ready. When they're in the ready state, when you're in the ready state, there's no arm twisting. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. So I want you to think about it from that lens as well. When you're designing your package, your price, your offer, thinking about your solution. So here's how to make the decision on what your irresistible, oh my God, yes, 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 offer looks like. First, I want you to think about not just your best client, but what's your best client's problem and list that out, list it out. What are her top five like areas here? She's got one problem. What are all the things within her life that are impacted because of that problem? Now, why is this really, this is the secret here. Why is this really important? Because one of the things I want to support you in when you're thinking high ticket, how am I going to charge a lot of money? When you 
become skilled enough to show your ideal client that that problem isn't just about that one thing. When you work on that problem, she will have a transformation that will impact all these other areas of her life. Let me give you a good example, a couple good examples. So say, for example, somebody, you work with someone around their health, it could be their weight, their blood pressure, their whatever it is, whatever it is, their health, let's say their physical health. And when they take the time to, let's say, invest in themselves working with you, that's a transformation just right off the bat, you guys, right? Her saying, yes, I'm ready to do the work. (gasps) Really, what a boost. What a self-act of love for herself that she said, yes, I'm willing to invest in learning how to be different, learning a new skill. I want a transformation. So imagine when you're working with her and you're teaching her to master her thinking so that she can make better choices with food. She can make that commitment and follow through and work out. She can see herself differently and not in deprivation or what have you. Imagine how that impacts her job when she shows up, her relationship with her kids, if she has kids, her lover her dog, or just herself in the mirror every day. So sometimes we've been taught that we are trying to charge for the hour and how much can I give for this hour? And we forget that that ripple effect. So when you're selling your package, your offer, the goal here is to think about how does this radiate out into all other areas of someone's life. So I am a clinical social worker by background and I'm a salesperson. So I understand the selling, the the ultimate life transformation. And as a clinician, I'm a systems person. So, right, when we look at Venn diagrams and how one thing is overlapping and connecting and how systems impact each other, I want you to think about it like that. When you change one thing, all things change. What happens is when we're trying to sell things and we're trying to create an offer, a package of something, we're so focused on that one thing, help somebody lose 10 pounds, that we're forgetting how much more that can be. That could be a legacy for changing the way her children show up. So that's like, let's say that's the health stuff, right? So now let's look over to relationships. Maybe you help people with relationships, And when she has a better relationship with herself, she's never going to be with the asshole anymore. She's going to say no when she needs to. She's going to raise her hand when she she wants a raise. There's so many things that you can do. What if you're an attorney? Instead of just taking on any client, it's talking about here's the timeline that we're going to be working in. And when you're helping someone, get through whatever legal issue and how is that going to have that ripple effect? Maybe you're consulting, maybe you're consulting for a company and you are looking at creating a consulting package for a company. Recently, I just, um, I, uh, I have done you know, worked with billion dollar companies. They bring me in. We look, you know, um, eight figure companies, multiple million dollar companies. And when I go in, it's not just like one and done. It's like, okay, how can I help this person and this person and this person? So the package that I designed, the offer is more holistic. 
So I want to open your mind right now to that. Creating your offer is truly your first step is to think, how does this impact in multiple ways other than the thing, quote, quote, the thing I think I'm selling. I'm selling weight loss. I'm selling relationships. I'm selling money mindset. I'm selling this. I'm selling that. There's more to it. That I know is going to open your mind now when we talk about pricing. Pricing. People will pay. This is why high ticket people are all around you right now. First of all, there's people in your world right now that have invested and paid a lot of money for coaching or consulting or some type of transformation. You just might know, not know about it. So sometimes what happens, we're like, where are the people that, you know, we're again, yesterday I said, is there a secret Island? There's no secret Island. They're all around you. Your job is to go back to what's the value proposition. What's the return on investment, the lifetime, write this down, lifetime return on investment. So here's some examples. If you're working with people around relationship, how much is a divorce? So here's some of the pushback I've heard. I've been like, okay, so you could charge five grand, 10 grand, $20,000 to work with a couple to help them save their marriage. Like 20 grand, who's paying 20 grand? If you're working with somebody for six or 12 months and you're helping them have a better relationship, it's not just the 20. So it's not the number. It's not the dollar figure. You're focused on that because maybe that's new for you. Your job to learn the skill of this designing this package, this offer, that's not just about the number. And it's not just about we're going to meet 26 times. It's not about that. It's about what is the difference today, Sally Jane and Tony, when we work together over the next six months or 12 months, whatever your number is, and you save this marriage, you have three kids. What is the importance for you to have a solid, sustainable marriage? How do you think it's going to impact each one of those three children by having their parents learn how to communicate effectively and be back in love with each other or whatever it is. It's like something along those lines. It's the same thing with weight loss. You know, say I have clients who charge $6,000 to work with them for six months. It's a thousand dollars a month. Imagine you might be like $6,000, but think about it. If you work with somebody in your solution and you're not cramming a bunch of stuff in, right? Less is best. You give them space. The first two months, you're teaching them, um, you're working on their mindset. The second two months, they're implementing the skills and you're giving them just a couple tools so that they can be really solid with them. And then the last two months, they're, you're really like examining when things get hard. They've been doing it a couple months and their energy is waning, right? How many of you have ever had that? It's like, you've got that willpower. You've got that get up and go for a little while. But then after a while, your willpower is, it plummets. That is when our clients actually need us the most, you guys. And so the first two months might be, here's some new mindset. Here's some new ideas. Let's give them some space to practice. The second two months is implementation. Come back to you. How did it work? The last two months might be like really higher level 
awareness and digging deeper and serious practice so that it becomes a sustainable habit, whatever it is, better communication with your husband, better communication with your children, um, how to manage when you have, you're going, well, I have clients who have helped women with IVF. Well, what happens after you've had a couple rounds and they have not been successful? How can you still love your life, be in your life without a child? What about, you know, every, like, like we could go down whether everything from organizing divorce relationships, um, different transition in people's lives, quarter century, you know, the quarter century coach, right? Working with millennials, working with careers. How do you help people transition into a different career? And they've tried and they've tried and they've tried to apply for different things and it hasn't worked. And you've taught them how to show up at an interview. Can you see how really the length of time is also important? So your job is to think through what is your process so that you can identify what kind of length of time working together makes sense to your client, right? For your client, what makes sense for them? What's in their best interest? See, when we're really focused on what's in their best interest, is it six months? Is it nine months? Is it 12 months? Is it 18 months? Is it 90 days? You decide. You're the expert. Be the expert. Now, some of you are like, I don't know. I've never done this before. Or I, you know, I've helped a lot of people, but I haven't thought about it in this framework. So we talked today about your best client, how to try and figure that out. We've talked about your package, your pricing, your offer, that you need to be thinking more along the lifetime return on investment. So start with what is the thing that you want to help people with? Okay, now write all these those things down. Write down the emotions that you want your ideal client or your ideal client wants to, your best client wants to experience. Write down the emotions that they're trying to push away through their over drinking, overeating, yelling at their kid, not dating anymore, like whatever the thing is, what do they want to experience? What do they no longer want to experience? And from that lens, draw a line. And what's the ripple effect in other places in their life, other systems, other areas of their life that doing that work on that one problem actually has a compounding effect in multiple areas. So can you see now it really becomes irrelevant about like, how much time is it going to take? It becomes irrelevant. How much is this going to cost? Because when you learn how to show somebody the benefits to their entire life being transformed, that's what makes things priceless. So when you pick a number, but you're still like, Mary, I need to pick a number. I got to pick a number. Here's the goal. This is one of the things I teach clients. Pick a number that you feel so solid that it is a no-brainer. After you've done that bold business action steps, write down what you don't want. And if you don't know who you don't want to work with, what kind of client you don't want to work with, turn that into these are my best clients. Now I want you to think about what is my best client want to, what's the problem they want solved? What's the emotion they want to feel? What are the emotions they no longer want to feel? And how can you give them some exercises for that? Once you create that, that's your irresistible, oh my God, I'm so excited offer. 
This will allow you to leverage your time because when you have that offer, that solution, that system, then tomorrow, like we're going to talk about, how can I put that into tech? So I'm not repeating myself. How can I leverage my time, eliminate burnout from being repetitious? This is what happens, right? After a while, how many of you have had like the same conversation over and over and over and over and over and over and over again? So this is about this hybrid business framework is about selling high ticket because you're learning a lifetime return on investment, teaching that to your client. High touch, you still want to help people because you like people. And how can you do it low tech? How can you leverage your time so you're not repeating yourself? So that's what we have today, right at that 31 minutes, 30 minutes today. I told you, I just give it all to you. I want to remind you, I want to invite you. If you want to understand more about how I can help you create this hybrid business framework in your particular business. So maybe you're here because you have hit a wall and you're thinking, oh my God, I don't want to throw my business away. And yet I just don't have this like stamina for the next 10, 20 years. How can I truly leverage myself? I have years of experience. How can I take that years of experience and put it in an offer that will allow me to make more money, allow me to do work that really means something to me, allows it to be easier, not just for me, but also for my client. Let's talk about it. You can schedule a call, Mary, bicknell.com slash call with Mary. And well, let's iron this out so that you can like love your business again. You can be all in. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about tech. I'm going to give you some of my, my best kept secrets of what kind of tech to really scale your business, work when you want and control your calendar. And then Saturday, we're going to do a bonus day. So if you are interested in having some real time, real life coaching, where you want to come with your list of questions, I will answer them for you and go enjoy the day. Send me that homework, email it to me, tag me on social. Love to hear what you have to say. Who's your best ideal client and what are you going to offer? All right. Until I see you again, I'll talk to you later. Bye now. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.